0: What would you do if you no longer felt sick and tired? What if you woke up every day feeling amazing in your body and in your life? How would your life be different? You and your body are capable of incredible things. You have the power to heal. You just need the right tools and support. If you're ready to heal your body and feel amazing, tune into the Heal Your Body
1: Show with host Dr. Jamie Gillum. welcome to the heal your body show on the inspired choices network i'm dr jamie Gillum, and today we are going to be talking about the connection between stress and disease and i think this is something that is not talked about enough which is true for many things when it comes to our health and wellness And many things can trigger disease, one being stress and also disease and many underlying health conditions can trigger stress and mental health disorders. And when we look at the body as a whole, we are able to understand the individual person, understand what the root cause of the disease is and properly treat. So first of all, I want to talk in this first segment about the underlying health conditions that can create problems with anxiety, depression, people can be diagnosed with dementia, with bipolar disorder, even with psychosis, all different types of mental health conditions and brain health conditions. And when we look at a psychology, one of the biggest problems is often the body is not evaluated as a whole. And when you have an underlying vitamin or mineral deficiency, when you have hormonal imbalances when you have a systemic infection when you have autoimmune disease if you have a thyroid issue there are many underlying causes of problems with your brain health and if we only treat the symptoms meaning we only treat the anxiety the depression, the bipolar disorder, uh, the dementia, whatever the case may be, it is not going to help the person live a quality life because they're treating they're treating the symptoms, and then on top of that, there are other symptoms that are also caused by these underlying. Conditions. And many people get put on antidepressants, anti anxiety medications, ADHD medications. There are all different kinds of medications used for mental health disorders and cognitive function issues. But the actual problem if it is addressed, the patient would not need those medications in the first place. Now, and I preface this by saying, if you are on any medication, you never just want to stop taking your medication. This is not medical advice today. Uh, I'm giving you information that can be helpful and give you insight about your health and wellness. So if you are on any kind of medication for anxiety, depression, a mental health disorder, a processing disorder, Make sure that you do not stop any medication uh, without supervision uh, from your prescribing provider. And if you do want to look further into the root cause of your condition, you can discuss that with your health provider. So with that said, many women in menopause, for example, develop anxiety and depression also start having symptoms similar uh, to ADHD type symptoms and some even become suicidal. And this is due to the lack of estradiol, progesterone, testosterone, and the things that can be triggered in the body by the hormone deficiencies. But people need to understand that Hormones directly impact your mood, your motivation, your energy, and your sex drive and also affect your memory. And on top of this, when we look at thyroid issues, if you have hypo, meaning you have an underactive thyroid, or you have hyperthyroidism, which is an overactive thyroid, we have the most thyroid hormone receptors in our brain. So if you are struggling with an excess of thyroid hormones, specifically active T3, which is what regulates your metabolism, or you have a lack of active T3, your brain health is going to be affected. And this is why so many people with thyroid conditions will struggle with memory, with word recall. They'll speak in mid-sentence. They cannot think of the word that they are trying to say. And they can have mood swings. They can have irritability. They can have trouble sleep- sleeping, trouble focusing, and also suffer from anxiety, depression. Bipolar disorder is commonly diagnosed in people with thyroid conditions also dementia so we have to be mindful that when we look at the body everything is connected so if you are having any kind of brain health issue you have to look at what is going on in the body as a whole a deficiency in b vitamins a deficiency in vitamin d a deficiency in stored iron and an overall uh, deficiency of any vitamins or minerals can cause issues with your brain health and on top of this if you're struggling with type 2 diabetes uh, or insulin resistance which is a precursor to type 2 diabetes the your blood sugar level your insulin level will affect your brain health as well and your gut matters if you have any kind of bacterial infection if you are struggling with gut health in general you have leaky gut you have dysbiosis you can struggle with your brain health your gut is considered your second brain and also your liver your liver has a very important role in the body it has five main functions It metabolizes and it is a filtration system and it has many roles. Many people in our society today are struggling with fatty liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease uh, and other liver problems, which will directly impact your hormones, your vitamin and mineral levels, your thyroid, and also your immune health, which in turn will again affect your brain health. So we always want to look at the body as a whole, and we always want to understand what is going on in the body with comprehensive labs and treat what is going on in the body. Now, outside of many underlying health conditions, we also have to consider lifestyle, because if somebody is struggling with their nutrition and they are not getting adequate nutrients or they're getting an excess of added sugars, of unhealthy fats, of alcohol, Uh, if they are taking medications and supplements that are causing problems within the body, this is going to have a great impact on physical health and also on mental health and cognitive function as well. And exercise, many people, are unaware that movement is essential for your brain health. You need to be moving your body. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to the gym and you have to work out hard every day, but movement is essential for not only your physical well-being but also your mental health and your cognitive function. so if somebody is sedentary and they're not moving very much day to day it's going to impact their brain and on top of this if you're not getting adequate sleep this is also going to affect uh, your brain health and your cognitive function we need eight hours minimum of sleep per night. That's eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. And many people simply do not get adequate sleep. And many people, if they do get to sleep, have trouble getting into a deep sleep and also can struggle with staying asleep. And your sleep is your recovery. And it is so important that we are able to get adequate sleep so that our body can can recover appropriately and we can have adequate energy throughout the day. And it's also very important to teach our children Proper sleep patterns and habits as well. I know this has been a struggle for me. Uh, we have seven kids, and uh, with all of my older children, I didn't do a very good job of teaching them how to sleep because I was always a poor sleeper. I always went to bed very, very late. I would fall asleep watching TV, and then I would wake up very early. And so now, with our younger children, we are implementing better sleep patterns and. Habits, basically teaching our children, and I've had to learn this for myself that we should look forward to our rest. We should look forward to our bedtime. It should be something that we look forward to versus uh, dreading. I used to dread bedtime, and most kids do, right? They don't want to go to sleep, but we can teach healthy. Habits and a healthy relationship to sleep, which will help with our longevity, with our overall health and well being. And then the other factor is stress. And When we are chronically stressed and if we are struggling with constant chaos mode, uh, we don't typically get breaks, our schedules are overloaded, we're having financial stress, relationship stress, stress at work. It will overload your system and it will create a lot of physical issues. And typically one of the biggest things, it will affect your gut health first And then cause a chain reaction throughout the body and trigger a lot of other health conditions. And stress management is something that is not really taught well by most parents. I think most of us grew up, we just figured it out ourselves. And it's not really talked a lot about in society as a whole. Uh, It's talked about when somebody says, hey, you might need to go to therapy, but I don't think there's really a lot of focus on preventative measures uh, to help us avoid stress-related illnesses uh, by teaching how to properly cope day-to-day with stress. And on top of that, a lot of people have unhealed trauma. And when it comes to disease, we see a lot of unhealed trauma being the cause of disease. And I've seen so many people with chronic illness and we can do all of the physical things to help them get well but i have found that if somebody is chronically ill and they do not incorporate mindset work and trauma healing work they typically do not get better and it is a very complex issue because when you are chronically ill it's always obviously going to create stress and anxiety depression. There's this hamster wheel that you you get on and you just can't get off of it because the illness is causing stress and anxiety. And the stress and anxiety is keeping you sick. So In any healing process, and I think as a whole, regardless of who you are and what you're struggling with, maybe you're not struggling with anything, learning coping strategies and recognizing any unhealed trauma that you have is important uh, because it is a part of your total body care. We have 12 body systems. I say this all the time. You will hear me say this over and over again. You have 12 body systems and they are all interconnected. They work independently and together for your body to function. And your nervous system is linked to everything within the body. So if you have a physical problem, it's going to cause problems with your nervous system. It's going to cause problems with your brain health, with your cognitive function, with your mental health. And if you have problems with stress, trauma, if you have problems with a dysregulated nervous system it is going to cause a chain of events. So which comes first, it depends on the person. But ultimately, you always have to include total body care and evaluate the body as a whole. And this includes looking at not only lab work, but also any diagnosed conditions you may have, any medications you're on, any supplements you are taking, And your lifestyle, what does your nutrition look like? What does your exercise look like? Uh, What does your sleep and your stress look like? All of these things matter when we are trying to figure out the best approach for an individual's care. So we're going to go to our first commercial break. When we come back, we're going to dive more into stress, trauma, and the effects that it has on the body. So we'll be right back after this commercial break. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Network on the inspired choices network and we will be right back
0: healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms while medications have their place in health care and can be essential in managing certain conditions healing involves total body care while not all health conditions can be healed symptoms can be managed with the right approach integrative medicine considers not only the physical body but also your mind and soul Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at Network.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum. And today we're talking about the connection between stress and disease. And here's the deal. I want to just back up a little bit. When we're talking about hormones and vitamin and mineral deficiencies, systemic infection, uh, autoimmune disease, your thyroid, there is so much involved in what will cause somebody to be stressed and have anxiety, depression? Think about it, if you feel like crap, you are going to be stressed. It will make you anxious. It will make you depressed, especially if you go from feeling good and living a very normal day-to-day life and all of the sudden you feel like you cannot do the things that you used to do because your body hurts, because you're tired, because you are in pain and you just cannot do the things that you used to be able to do. Obviously, that's going to create some mental health issues and so it's very complex it's not just about the fact that underlying problems like hormonal deficiencies or an excess of certain hormones or vitamin and mineral deficiencies uh, or an excess of certain vitamins or mineral minerals different things uh, can cause issues with your brain health but also just the day-to-day of having to live with these symptoms can create a lot of issues with your mental health. And also... When we talk about menopause, it's important to know that the highest rates in women when it comes to suicide are in menopausal women. And this is something else that there's just not a lot of attention brought to this issue. But when there is a decline in certain hormones, it can cause your mental health to rapidly deteriorate. And then you don't know what's going on. You don't understand what's happening to me. And it can create a lot of anxiety, depression, intrusive thoughts, and feelings of hopelessness, right also men men can struggle with low testosterone and other hormonal issues and we see a lot of men really struggle with motivation and also with their cognitive function and with their energy levels when they have low testosterone or other issues created by aging. And we also have an epidemic of low testosterone in young males today in our society and young males, 18 to 24, it's an epidemic, uh, which is largely due to the way we live day to day uh, and our environments and what we're eating. There's so many factors involved with why this has become an epidemic and a big part of that is stress. We are so stressed as a society and that just brings on so many changes within the body. And I work a lot with people who have hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism. And the biggest problem is proper care, Uh, especially with hypothyroidism. The majority of people are not getting proper care. They are under medicated and the body is not being treated as a whole. So they remain hypothyroid and they continue to have a lot of symptoms which include mental health problems and cognitive function issues. And you can feel like you're losing your mind. And it is a simple fix of being on the right medication, the right dosing and treating the body as a whole and when women have PCOS they can be androgen dominant and when you have an excess of androgen hormones this can create a lot of mental health issues as well and PCOS has become PCOS has become very common in our society today and there are different types of PCOS there are different triggers uh, but one of the leading causes uh, is excess androgen hormones so when we can look at the body as a whole and we can get everything within the body to be within normal operating function, you can feel good. And I have people all the time who will check in and they'll say, I just feel so good. I feel so much better. And it's not even about weight loss because many people that come to me are trying to lose weight, but they notice that they just feel good and they can remember things and they have energy and they're happy and all of their symptoms start to subside and they'll say, it's not even about the weight loss at this point. I'm just glad that I feel good. So let's talk about stress. Many people have chronic stress and they're not even aware. And many people have unhealed trauma Uh, Many people have lost loved ones. Uh, Many people are financially stressed are in a relationship that they're unhappy in. Maybe they're raising uh, children and trying to have a career and they may have been assaulted or abused, or there's so many other factors that can play a role in somebody having trauma. And we all have trauma. We have micro traumas and then we have big trauma and trauma really doesn't have a scorecard. It's not like, Hey, you know, Jamie went through this. So her trauma is a 10 and Kathy went through something that wasn't as, uh, intense. And so that gets a four, a trauma's trauma is trauma. And we have to understand ourselves to be able to heal trauma and be able to let things go. And we also have to understand ourselves to recognize if we have trouble coping with stress, because when you are under constant stress, not only are your muscles typically tense, we have a lot of trauma and stress that is stored in our muscles, um, but also your gut is affected, your liver is affected, and you can cause problems with your cardiovascular health, with your digestive system. And we see a lot of heart disease. Uh, we see a lot of gut issues. We see liver disease. We see type two diabetes autoimmune disease and ulcers, obviously, there's many conditions that are created by constant chronic stress. It just beats your body up over time. And many people are unaware. And we also have something called broken heart syndrome. And this is a real condition and it literally can take somebody's life if they have a broken heart due to a breakup or due to the loss of somebody. And I personally got really sick. All of my problems began after my mother passed away. And I was also at the time struggling with a lot. We had two babies, uh, 17 months apart, and we had older children that we were taking care of. At the time, we were struggling financially. We owned a gym and it was not doing well. So we were having a lot of financial struggles. And there were many other things going on in my life at the time that were causing me to be under a tremendous amount of stress day to day. And it caused my immune system to weaken. On top of that, uh, when they took my thyroid out, It triggered a lot of physical issues. So the combination of the stress and the trauma combined with my thyroidectomy and the physical problems just created this storm that was perfect for developing autoimmune disease. I have Hashimoto's and lupus, and also I was just chronically ill. I felt like crap. Um, I got on the right thyroid medication, the right dosing. I got on hormone support as well, but that would not have helped me to get better if I had not implemented the trauma healing and mindset work. What I recognized about myself in that journey, which I will always do mindset work, it will be a staple in my own health journey uh, for life. I recognized that I had a lot of childhood trauma, Uh, a lot of things that I had picked up as far as behaviors and coping were due to the environment that I was raised in. And my parents had unhealed trauma. It affected their relationships and they did the best they could with raising me, but it definitely affected me mentally and physically. I lived in constant chaos mode and I was a people pleaser. I didn't set boundaries. I had a lot of anxiety around what people thought of me. And I basically just felt like I was never enough. And I never stopped moving or doing something for most of my life. I just stayed busy because, I didn't have to think about what was going on around me. And there was a lot of fighting in my home. There was a lot of throwing things. Uh, My parents fought all of the time. And so there was a lot there. And I just thought it was all normal. I didn't know any better. But I think that throughout my life led up to me developing autoimmune diseases and illness, also cancer. And then once my mother passed away, which was extremely traumatic for me, and I've lost a lot of people, but losing my mother has been the most devastating thing in my life. That grief combined with all of the stress of my life at the time and my physical problems it just set me over the edge. And I think it was brewing for most of my life. And then everything just hit the fan uh, when it got to a point where my nervous system was just a wreck and my physical body could no longer fight off things. So you have to be mindful that any stress, any trauma, how you live day to day, if you are constantly tense, if your body hurts, if you are eating poorly because you're stressed or maybe you're not eating enough because you are stressed. If you are living a lifestyle that is in response to stress, not healthy for your physical body, that is going to create a lot of health problems. And we know that things like obesity are while number 1 it is it is a disease it can be driven by trauma and stress and there are genetic factors as well and there are physical factors as well that play a role in somebody being obese but a lot of people will will say just put the fork down you just have to eat less move more you just have to try harder but what many people don't understand is if you're struggling with a lot of stress and trauma and your coping is with food it is very difficult to just put the the fork down it's a coping mechanism Uh, when people binge eat or when they overeat uh, it also can be due to a lack of education about what they should be eating how many calories they should be eating and what their foods contain as far as calories macros nutrients Um, But we all have coping mechanisms and we all learn how to cope either because somebody taught us or didn't teach us and we had to figure it out in response to things happening to us and around us. And that's important to understand. And there are genetic factors as well that play a role in our ability to manage stress, the way we physically and emotionally respond. And a few of those things are MTHFR, which is a methylation problem. 60% of the population has one or both uh, gene variants that we are concerned about with MTHFR. This means that your body Uh, cannot methylate B12 and B9 properly, and this can create toxicity. You'll have trouble removing heavy metals from the body and toxins, and it can set you up for being more likely to develop certain health conditions. It also affects the way you respond to stress and also comp t this is a neurotransmitter problem and this affects the way you emotionally and physically respond to stress also if you have a processing disorder if you have autism if you have adhd if you're dyslexic or have learning disabilities there are many things that will impact the way you're able to cope with stress and these are not excuses Uh, this simply means you have to understand your body and understand your genetics and your diagnosed conditions so that you're able to then get the proper tools to be able to cope and this will mean retraining your brain when it comes to how you respond to stress how you cope and learning tools that will help you be able to cope. And that's something that I've had to do for myself. I have MTHFR, I have CompT, I also have diagnosed ADHD. And uh, it has been a huge shift for me to be able to learn how to cope and be able to incorporate tools that are useful for me. Um, that's somebody that does not have uh, these conditions They don't have the same struggle and they might have different types of struggle, but it comes down to when you know yourself on a deep level and you're able to recognize your body and also yourself as a human being, your feelings, your hopes, your dreams, your desires, your talents, you're able to then incorporate strategies uh, for your total body care. So we're going to go to our next commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to carry on this conversation about the connection between stress and disease. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back.
0: Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in health care and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you. We're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and we're talking about the connection between stress and disease today. And there's something else that I think a lot of people don't recognize when it comes to stress, and that is that exercise is a stressor. And this is important because exercise is good and we all should be moving our bodies and exercise is essential. It has become that we need to be more intentional with our movement because we don't necessarily need to move every day for day-to-day living now that we rely a lot on technology. So we're moving less and less. So we have to make more of an intentional effort to move uh, in this day and time. But too much exercise and working out too intensely, too often, for too long can create a stress response from the body. Now, exercise is a stressor. It's a stimulus. That's how your body is able to respond to exercise uh, by changing in body composition and body weight. And uh, it will create some inflammation. That's normal. The problem is if you are doing the wrong types of exercise, if you are over exercising and if you are keeping your heart rate too high for too long in your workouts, this can create problems. This is stress and your physical body can respond by becoming ill. And we see this a lot. We see this a lot with autoimmune disease and with hormonal conditions and inflammatory conditions. So not only can exercise be too stressful for the body, but if you have an underlying health condition, you have to be very mindful of your exercise program and make sure that it is designed with your underlying health conditions uh, in mind. And that's true also if you are just beginning to work out. Uh, if you are in a larger body and maybe you can't hold your own body weight well, if you have joint issues, if you have injuries, all these things have to be considered because the bottom line is you want to work with your body versus against it you don't want to be fighting your body you want to understand your body listen to what it's telling you and then work with it and give your body the respect and love uh, that it deserves and i see a lot of people trying to beat their bodies up with crazy exercise routines and also with very restrictive dieting because They're desperate. They're desperate to lose weight. They're desperate to feel better. And you want to be smart. You always want to train smarter, not harder, right? And the same with your nutrition. You don't have to go to extremes. That is just going to create what? More stress and everything should be done within balance. Now, when I talk about extremes, what's extreme for me versus what's extreme for somebody else is very different. For example, if you're driving through eating fast food most days of the week, and I tell you, hey, just eat, you know, meats and vegetables cook at home and make sure you're getting some fruits or whatever the case may be with your diet plan. That's extreme for somebody who gets most of their food from fast food restaurants or sit down restaurants. Whereas for me, I mostly eat at home and I mostly eat um, lean meats and some steak and lots of green veggies and some fruit. Uh, That's the bulk of my diet, right? So that's not extreme for me, but it would be extreme for somebody who doesn't typically eat like that. So if you go to extremes with your lifestyle, you will stress the body and it will create more problems for you. So you always want to make sure you're working with your body, you're understanding what your current lifestyle looks like, what your health conditions are, and what is going to be the best approach for you. And then you start in small baby steps, make some small changes over time. And then from there, you can progress. For example, my husband, um, he had back surgery uh, a few years ago, and he had stopped exercising because he was in so much pain. I don't know how he was even walking around at the time, but he had back surgery. And between not being able to exercise, then having the back surgery, which I think caused some lack of motivation and some depression. He gained weight. Uh, He gained a significant amount of weight, which caused some more depression uh, and lack of motivation. And when he started going to the gym again, He started with 10 to 15 minutes on an elliptical. And this is a man who's been in a bodybuilding competition. He's been in the fitness industry and um, we owned a gym together. And he went back to the gym starting with just 10 to 15 minutes. Then he'd go sit in his car before he'd come home. And then he slowly progressed to where He was working out more and he started incorporating strength training. Once he was able to get past that initial phase of dreading going to the gym and only being able to do a little bit before he just got exhausted, Uh, also he did not have much motivation to do that, but he made the effort and he went maybe two to three days a week in the beginning. Now he goes to the gym six days a week and now he's there for an hour. Uh, So you've got to make sure that you're not causing added stress by trying to get healthy and trying to lose weight if that is your goal. And when we talk about stress, I think what is so important to understand is many people just lack the ability in their day-to-day to calm down and to build in rest and build in exercise and time for yourself. You have to treat taking care of yourself like it is your job. Just like if you have a job you go to every day, if you don't show up and you don't do the work, Uh, Typically, you're not going to have that job for very long, right? So when I look at my own health, that's how I look at taking care of myself. It's like a job to me and I schedule it. I schedule my time for myself on my schedule. This includes my journaling work, uh, which is a huge part of my mindset work and my trauma healing. I schedule my meetings with my mindset coach and I schedule my workouts. And around that, I also schedule downtime. I have certain times where I do not work. I do not accept calls. I turn my phone off. And this has been very difficult for me to do. And often I find myself falling right back into the overwhelm and constant chaos mode because it's so normal for me. I live that way most of my life. And I just have to recognize it and pull myself back because it's very easy for me to say, OK, sure, I'll take calls on a Saturday. Um, but I have to have that time to recover from the week. I have to have time with my family. So there's certain boundaries that I have set around my schedule so that I can take care of me. And that really is it comes down to setting boundaries and Many people really struggle with setting boundaries for themselves, which is typically a trauma response. It is a coping response. So when it comes to managing stress, make sure that you're scheduling some time for yourself. And then on top of this there are some holistic things that you can build into your routine outside of managing your nutrition, managing your exercise, your stress, and your sleep. Trying to manage those things with general lifestyle choices is great. On top of this, what you can do is skin brushing. You can grab a $6 brush, dry brush, from any major retail store. You can also order one on Amazon and you can also order a kit of different types of brushes. And I have a dry brush and I have a wet brush and you can dry brush before you get in the shower. This is great. It's great for your nervous system It's very calming for your nervous system and it's also great for your lymphatic system as well. So you can just simply brush your body and there are certain techniques you can follow uh, which are very easy to implement before you get in the shower or the bath. Every day. And you can also do wet brushing in the shower if you prefer to do wet brushing. Dry brushing uh, has a lot more benefits, uh, but you can also do wet brushing as well. You can also sit in a sauna. Uh, Sweating is a drainage pathway peeing pooping and sweating are necessary uh, for you to remove toxins from the body so sitting in a sauna uh, on a regular basis is very beneficial for you to be able to remove toxins from the body and this is also very calming for your nervous system and this is a great tool for stress management you can also do cold water therapy uh you can do cold baths ice baths you can also do cold showers or you can simply do your face in a bucket of ice water there is a lot of research on the benefits of doing uh, ice baths and cold showers. And you also can get into the shower uh, and do a quick cold shower before you do a warmer shower, if you prefer. That's what I do a lot um, because I don't like to take a cold shower or an ice bath, but I will do it for about a minute and then move on to my regular warm shower. Uh, but you can look up uh, the Wim Hof method. You can look up the benefits of ice baths and cold showers. There's a lot of benefit. Uh, also, if you live in an area where it's cold, you can simply go and sit outside or go on a walk in the cold. It's highly beneficial. On top of this, you can also do red light therapy and red light therapy. While you will not notice a lot of benefit, After you do red light therapy or in in an ongoing, um, on an ongoing basis, you you wouldn't say, oh, I just feel like this is making such a difference. Uh, But there are many benefits to red light therapy. And many tanning places now have um, the beds with the red light only. And you can also buy a red light therapy kit from Amazon and from different stores online. But red light therapy is very beneficial for stress management and for your nervous system. Also, deep diaphragmatic breathing. So, a lot of people do not breathe properly, a lot of people are shallow breathers. So it's very important that you breathe properly and you learn to breathe properly. There's a book called The Breathing Book, and it is a great book. I forget the author at the moment, uh, but it is a great book in explaining the importance of proper breathing and how your breathing affects your body and how improper breathing can actually lead to disease as well. It also causes stress and breathing properly is a, an amazing stress Lever. So with diaphragmatic breathing, you can simply sit and just close your eyes and take an eight count breath in through your nose and let your belly expand as you inhale and then hold your breath for a few seconds and then exhale through your mouth eight counts out and contract the belly as you exhale and you just repeat that a few times and you can implement that every day and it is incredibly calming for your nervous system and can really help you to manage stress also you can do foam rolling or this is called self-myofascial release you can also do deep tissue myofascial release and this is highly beneficial this is similar to massage it's basically self-massage and you can do this on a daily basis or three days a week and it will make a tremendous difference it's going to relieve tension in the muscles and it's going to help your fascia, it's going to calm the nervous system, and it will create a lot uh, better flexibility and mobility while also addressing your stress And on top of this, just making sure that you are giving your brain time to calm down. This is with meditation. Uh, You can go to yoga. You can also uh, do prayer uh, as part of that time if you prefer. Um, But you want to give your brain time to just calm down. So we're going to go to our next commercial break and then we're going to wrap it up. And my name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back to wrap it up.
0: Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in health care and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and we are wrapping up this episode, the connection between stress and disease. And the breathing book that I mentioned in the last segment, Kim has let me know in the chat. It's called The Breathing Book, Good Health and Vitality Through Essential Breathwork by Donna Fari. Um, This is a great book. I read it many, many years ago and I have referred back to it several times throughout my personal health journey it is amazing to help you understand how to properly breathe and the importance of proper breathing. And listen, at the end of the day, when it comes to your health, if you are struggling with stress, if you are struggling with anxiety, depression, you're struggling with a mental health disorder, you are struggling with any kind of physical ailment, make sure that you get proper lab work. Make sure you're getting comprehensive labs. Make sure that you are properly evaluated, that your lifestyle is being evaluated, your stress, your trauma, your diagnosed conditions, any medications, any supplements you are on. And make sure that you share any important information that you think your provider needs to know with your provider. The more information you can share, the better. I know it's not always easy uh, when going to providers. We have a lot of issues within healthcare, but find somebody you trust that you can be open and honest with and get the proper evaluation so you can get the right treatment and know that you are worth it. Know that you are special. There is nobody else in the world like you, and you deserve your time and attention, and you deserve health care. You deserve to be heard, and you deserve proper treatment. So understand your worth and your value in this world, and make sure that you are getting the attention uh, that you deserve. We all deserve quality health care and support. And with that said, I am Dr. Jamie Gillum. I am a doctor of integrative medicine. And if you need to reach out to me, you can reach out to me through my website jgwellnessclinic.com You can book a consult there if you would like to do a consult. Uh, you can also follow me on TikTok. It's Wellness Clinic. I give a lot of information on TikTok. You can also follow me on Instagram. It's Dr. Jamie Gillum. On Facebook it's Jamie Gillum. And And you can always reach out to us through email as well. My email is Jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. It's J-A-M-I-E, if you have any questions. And we go live every Monday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Inspired Choices Network. So we will see you next week. And I look forward to talking next week about hormonal conditions and their impact on the body. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, take care, have a happy new year. I hope you are enjoying 2024 and we will see you next week on the heal your body show. Have a great week. And I'm going to keep talking because it's not time just yet. And yeah, I'm we're rolling. We're rolling. We're rolling into. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to get it right someday.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Heal Your Body Show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves to unlock the power you have to heal your body.